This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome to Go Tigers 247's coverage of National Signing Day 2022. Join Brooks Hansen, owner of Go Tigers 247, as he sits down with most of the 2022 Memphis Tiger football class and learns more about their influences, motivations, and goals during their time in Memphis. We hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, Memphis? This is Anthony Lamphere, uh, safe spot, two fifty, tight end from the Bay Area. All right, you, you said it in your intro. From the Bay Area, you're coming all the way across the coast from the from the West Coast down to the South. Uh, why, man? It's just when I took my visit out to Memphis, I didn't really know what to think. I didn't really been in the South at all. So when I when I got there. I just instantly fell in love with it, fell in love with the culture and the people and just the atmosphere. Yeah, so family, culture, atmosphere, that's all great. But you're coming from a really far uh, away place, and the South is different from uh, the West Coast. Um, so what what is the number one thing that you expect to be different, not with football, but just in, in terms of culture? I'd say, I don't know, just – the, I wouldn't say the culture, but I just say the landscape. Like where I'm from, there's water, there's there's hills, there's mountains. But when I got to Memphis, it was just flat. So that's probably the biggest thing. But as far as the culture, I mean, I love the people in the Bay Area. Those are my people. But in Memphis, I love them too. Just all the love and the and the attention that I got from people and just all the respect that I got. So. I don't know. I think a lot of things I've experienced from the Bay Area will carry over to Memphis, so I'm excited. For sure. It almost felt, watching your recruitment, that it was destined to be a, a team on this side of the country that, that landed you for the 2022 class. Out of high school at uh, St. Francis, uh, San Mateo, California, you committed to San Diego State, obviously moved on from there, and stuck in Cali at College of San Mateo for JUCO. Um, so colleges all over the country, Memphis, Florida State, Indiana, Liberty, Arizona, you name it, they were after you. What ultimately did it for the University of Memphis? 
I'd just say, one, the coaches, I just feel like I've built and developed a really good relationship with uh, Coach Salem and uh, Coach Silverfield, as well as, like, how much they love and appreciate the tight end position because there's a lot of big-time schools that will recruit a tight end, but they'll never actually use them or throw to them. But, I mean, if you just look at the stats, you see how much they utilize Sean Dykes. So that's honestly one of the biggest things that drew me to them. And as I started to investigate Memphis, more and more I started to fall in love with it more and more. So I just feel like it was destined to happen. And, uh, yeah. So what you're saying to me, and this is just what I'm taking away, is like you expect to be used as a weapon. Like you're not, you're more than a blocker. So what do you do well? So – this past season, before prior to my JUCO uh, season, I was a pretty much a strictly receiving tight end. Like I was pretty underweight for the position, so I was really a weapon in the passing game. But this season, I gained some weight, got to 250, and uh, my coaches really pounded the the blocking fundamentals every day in practice. So I'd say. I really pride myself on being a real hybrid tight end where I can go and run a fade ball and, you know, high point it, but I can also be put in line and, you know, block a DN. So I just really, I love the position and I want to put myself in the position where I can be dynamic and not be just one-sided, but where I can do everything. All right. That's fair. Now coming from Juco, uh, blocking a defensive end, there's going to be a difference, right? So what what is one thing that you feel like you have to work on, that you have to get better at, if you're going to be that multi-tool, like dynamic, multi-purpose tight end that can, can drop back in coverage, block a defensive end, even open up holes for maybe a fullback on a, a goal line you know, type of situation, and then get out and, and catch a ball out of the backfield? What? What do you have to do? So I'd say just keep working on the fundamentals and just have that be the biggest thing because when you get to D1 ball, everyone's, you know, everyone's going to be big and strong. And, you know, so it's just about staying true to your fundamentals and, uh, you know, just being consistent so that when you do face those, you know, big DNs, you're able to, you know, win the block and, uh, do your best to, you know, accomplish your assignment. So, yeah. Reading coverage, is that something that's pretty good, you know, that you're good with in terms of being able to read where a blitz is coming from or, you know, whether or not a defensive line is stunning or is that is that something that you're strong with or is that something that with you need more film time on? No, I'm actually – I've gotten a lot better at that this year. Um, and it just comes with – communicating with your linemen and just, you know, going in with a good game plan, studying and, uh, you know, just being aware because it's important to see the field rather just being one dimensional. So I always like to see the field and, you know, communicate with my linemen. So I've definitely got better at that. Perfect. Now, the last question I have for you officially on the record is you said it earlier, you're 6'5", 250 plus now. Like, is that where you want to be when you get to Memphis? Because to me, I mean, that's a great spot to be. What has the Memphis staff told you about that? 
So they just told me as long as you're able to still move, like the weight won't matter. Like, of course, I want to, I want to be in the 250 range just so that I'll hold my own on the line as well as I can, you know, body up against these safeties and linebackers when I'm in the pass game. But um, honestly, I'm just going to get into their strength program and just, you know, to see what comes naturally. I mean, I'm going to work to gain weight. Uh, but uh, if 250 is like my optimal weight, that that's great for me. So it's it's a good size, and that's what I was playing at all season. I felt great. So uh, yeah. Well, I, if for Memphis fans that are listening to this that don't know much about you, I, I will say that um, you know 247 Sports Brandon Huffman, uh, national recruiting analyst tweeted something when you committed and and so if there's anything that memphis fans need to know just look to that tweet brandon tweeted when you committed said one of the top juco tight ends in the country commits to memphis and obviously your offer list speaks to that um so for memphis fans who are going to be in the liberty bowl for the next few years watching you play what brand of football are they going to see from you what do they should they expect from you Oh, for me, uh, they're going to get my all for me, um, whether that's on the field, whether that's in the classroom or just in the community. Like, I don't know. I love playing football, but I definitely greatly appreciate the fans and the people that support me. So when it comes down to it, I just I love just playing blue collar football, just pounding the stone and the. Know, getting the job done and giving it my all because I know that the fans will give it their all when they support me. So, yeah. Well, Anthony, thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk with us today. Again, con- congratulations on signing day today. Best of luck moving forward. I just appreciate you taking the time to interview me and just show Memphis fans who I am and what I'm about. So I appreciate it. Coming in. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. James Quinley. I'm 6'4", 275 pound defensive lineman committed to, and signed to the University of Memphis. All right, so you signed today. It's a long journey from your original commitment in June. Um, so what did you learn between June and today about the University of Memphis football program? They, they played an entire 10-plus uh, games. You got to see a lot of football from them, hopefully. What did you learn? 
What did you see and what made you ultimately put pen to paper today and sign with the University of Memphis? I learned over time a lot about the family atmosphere with the coaches and the players and, you know, how the locker room is and how the game day atmosphere is. And I also uh, saw and realized the ceiling that this team has. And I think it's only going to get better in the future. And us adding more and more talent in this upcoming class, the future looks very bright. Well, when you originally committed, you talked not only about the family atmosphere, but about the facilities um, and how, how much you enjoyed your time physically on campus at Memphis. So when does that happen? When do you get back? When are you going to enroll at the University of Memphis? So I plan on graduating in May. And then I'll, uh, two weeks later, at the beginning of June, uh, is, that's when I plan to enroll and then start summer workouts and get with the team and get to work. Nice. So as a junior... Uh, you had 80-plus tackles, uh, 10 sacks, uh, over a dozen pressures, named to the Class 7A second team All-State. What did your senior season look like? Uh, a lot of the same stuff. Uh, I looked to get better, in, you know, just in my craft and my technique, but, you know, uh, solid numbers like that. More, uh, they haven't came out with the uh, – all state teams yet or the all region, but hopefully more of that will come. And yes, sir, just uh, got after the quarterback and, you know, made a lot of plays for my high school team. Well, you have great size for a defensive lineman. Um, you know, and I think your offer showed that a lot of teams saw a ton of potential in you. Um, you know, Memphis was one of your best offers. Did anyone try to come in late and sneak in on you? Uh, or was it pretty much, did you make it clear the entire time it was all Memphis? A few more schools, a few more Power 5 schools reached out to me. But, you know, that, they weren't serious about me, so I'm not going to be serious about them. them. And uh, I, to me, there's just no point in – going some like Memphis has been recruiting me, you know, since the summer and until like where we are now, what's the point of, you know, flipping and uh, going somewhere where they just now started showing you love whenever I can go somewhere where I know I'm going to be wanted, loved, and they've been loving on me for so long. So that, that's the whole thing with me. Like it's since Memphis was committed to me, I'm going to be loyal and show my commitment to them. No doubt, and I think there's an upward tra trajectory that's shown just in in your you know continued progression and uh, evaluation with two four seven sports on, on our site. You know, you look when you originally committed, you were completely unranked and uh, had zero stars and weren't even in the top fifteen hundred. Uh, now today, sitting. At signing day, you're at number 1,434 overall, which is very solid, a top 170 defensive lineman, uh, and a three-star guy. And that's all just a, a, you know, it's a nod to the work that you've put in, the continued progress that you've made as a player. So speaking of progress, continued evolution as a player, what do you have to improve upon before – you get to camp campus uh, at the University of Memphis this summer? I definitely need to continue to grind in the weight room, get as strong as I can, and then 
I was able to talk to Coach John, the offensive coordinator. He came by my school, and we had a talk, and he said the biggest thing and the difference from what I'm doing now and when I get there is uh, the conditioning. So I'm definitely going to look to get my endurance up and my stamina, and hopefully I'll be ready to, you know, uh, adapt to the, you know, new workout style and hopefully fit in with the team and be able to contribute as soon as possible. Well, speaking of, you, you mentioned Coach Johns. Who's your primary recruiter? So Coach Silverfield constantly reaches out to me. Coach Pope constantly reaches out to me and also Coach Salem. So I'd say those three are the primary ones who constantly talk to me. Perfect. And what what about those three guys helped lead you to that feeling of like that family atmosphere that you spoke about before? Coach Salem just does a great job with, you know, the whole class and, you know, always constantly working on the job and, you know, trying to reach out and, you know, making Memphis, you know, look, look as good as it possibly can. And then coach Pope, he's just has so much football knowledge and, you know, he used to coach at the university of Alabama. He's been a lot of places and you can like, when you really talk to him about football, you just can tell he knows what he's talking about. And coach Silverfield is just a great guy in general. When I went on my visit, you know, he talked to all the players. I'd say he's a player's coach. He talks to all the players, has a great relationship with them, came and sat down with me and the rest of the players. So it's it's just really – they take – I'd say they take another step compared to other college coaches when they come to connecting to recruits and their players. All right, so what can Memphis fans expect to see out of James Quinley when you step on the field at the University of Memphis? 100% effort, a tenacious pass rusher, and someone who's going to be very aggressive and try to get to the quarterback and make plays in the backfield. All right, dude. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk to us today. That's all I have for you. Any any last words from you? Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, go Tigers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I like that. It's like you're a pro already, ready to be on Monday Night Football. Uh, so, Terrence, man, you're kind of like the out of left field uh, signee today for the University of Memphis. Uh, so, for Memphis fans looking to know what they're getting from you, tell us about Terrence McLean, the player. 
Oh, man. Um, I love people. I love getting involved with the community. I love children. I love fun outdoor activities. Um, what don't you love? You, it sounds like you just love life. <laughs> yeah. So what, what do you bring to the table on the field? Uh, on the field, as a football aspect, I'm a leader. I'm going to come ready to work every day. And I can assure you I bring some thunder into the offensive line room. So you, you're bringing the pain. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you are originally a guy that was uh, out of, what, Sumter, South Carolina? Is that where you're originally from? Yes, sir. Yeah, it offers from some ACC schools, um, some other uh, AAC schools. I think uh, East Carolina was on you pretty hard. Who were some of the other schools that were after you, and who did you commit to the University of Memphis over? Um, Jackson State, uh, Syracuse. And I would say East Carolina was really the one that was on me pretty hard. Wait, Terrence, you're telling me you turned down Dion? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's turning down Dion in 20? 20- only, only, only due to the simple fact of like their recruiting O line class is pretty big. So, and I see Memphis with an immediate need in my position. So, makes sense. So, uh, Tell me, tell me one thing that stood out for Memphis that, other than the fact that they had a need, wh- why Memphis? Jackson State didn't try to bring me in on a visit, so that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And Memphis brought me down on a visit, gave me a tour of everything. I, I actually sat down with my professors and everything of that nature to really get a feel of the college. Well, I, I can tell you one thing. If there's there's a trend that I'm starting to notice here with the University of Memphis staff and the way they recruit junior college is that they love the Jayhawk Conference. Like, legitimately love the Jayhawk Conference. And you coming from Coffeyville is just another example of, of how much Memphis values the level of competition in that conference. What did you learn at Coffeyville? Um, honestly... I learned a lot from uh, man aspects on football, everything in that nature. It really created a different ego in me. So, at at that level of conference with JUCO, you you've got to be ready to play right away. Oh yeah, yeah. So going from Coffeeville to Memphis, what's what's that mindset like for you, and how do you prepare yourself to step up even another level to the D one level now? Um, honestly. Uh, football aspect, I'm I'm more ready than ever. I just got to apply myself a little bit more and take the different coaches that I'm probably going to get, considering that it's a more dominant level. Now, I read an interview recently that uh, uh, a sister site uh, on 247 did with you. Steven Ego did an interview with you, and you said, what, he said, what's your number one priority? And you actually said, academics is one of my top priorities right now. And oh, yeah. for a guy like you, I mean, let's just, you know, I'm sure you're not running from it. You didn't qualify for D1 out of high school. And you went to Coffeeville and you did you did your work. You qualified. So how do you stay on that path? Like, what do you tell yourself and and how proud of you yourself are you? Well, I'm proud of myself. I don't try to give myself too much credit because I'm just going to enter into another phase. And I'm going to have to apply myself even more. So how do you stay on track? You know, moving to Memphis, how do you stay on track? Uh, honestly, doing the same thing I've been doing. And what's that? 
uh, applying myself in the classroom and off the field, being the best leader I can be. All right, so final question for you. When when Memphis fans roll up to the Liberty, Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium, they park their car, they walk in, they get in their seat, first snap for you in a University of Memphis jersey, when they hear Terrence McLean announced over the loudspeakers, what are they seeing? What are they getting out of you? Uh, they're going to see a beast or at least a whole lot of fire. So fire. Fire fire emojis is, is what they're going to see. Oh, yeah. All right. So any last thoughts from you? Anything you want to say to Memphis fans, to the Memphis football staff, to uh, anyone who's inspired you along the way? Anything you want to say before we go? I'm getting ready because we're finna roll. All right, Terrence. I appreciate your time. Again, congratulations on signing today. Best of luck to you in the future. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Memphis fan? My name is Trevor Hardy. I play defensive back, 6'2", 170, and I'm from Townsville High School near the University of Memphis. Let's go. Not just committed, signed, right? Oh, yeah, sign, sign, sign. Just get it right. Come on, man. Update your status. Dang. Relationship status has officially updated as of today. Trevor, uh, congratulations. Uh, welcome to the Memphis football family. First off, Tell me a little bit about your accomplishments throughout your entire high school career. As a junior, I know, Thompson, you guys won, uh, was it 7A? 7A state championship? Yes, yes sir, it was. What all did you guys do start to finish high school, recap your career, big picture? Okay, so ninth grade, first came in, I played regular ninth grade ball and got moved up to varsity. So then we had went to state my ninth grade year and we had played central phoenix so we lost 52 to 7. and so i just remember every time after that after that loss after that state game we would break it down on 52 to 7 never forget so then my upcoming 10th grade year i mean i was still like maturing as a kid as a player so i wasn't playing as much but then we won state that year with uh the guys we had the seniors and stuff then my junior year that's when i started Started uh getting a lot of playing time, starting on the field and stuff, getting the experience of the game, getting the field of the game. So we won state that year. And the, the crazy thing about that game, my junior year was uh we was down like I think nine with like a minute left. And so we all we I don't know, we was all as a unit just came together. And so we came back in like a eighteen eighteen second eighteen second uh when we were down 18 seconds, well, 18 seconds left, like by nine points. And so we had blocked the punt. 
And so we returned it back for a touchdown. I had to go in and kick a field goal. Then after that, we had to uh, get an onside kick. So we ended up getting the onside kick that I kicked. But then after that, offense goes on the field. So we throw, like, two two bombs down the field. And so we had got two flags right back to back. And so after that, that put us in field goal range. And then I had came in and kicked the game winning field goal for that and won MVP for the game. So that was nice. Then my senior year, we just handled business like we were supposed to. And I had a great victory at the end of the game. Man, so is Memphis recruiting you as a special teams guy or a defensive back? I mean, what are you talking about all this kicking stuff? <laughs> well, when I well when I was like younger in like my middle school days, I used to play soccer, so like I've always been able to kick. But now Memphis is recruiting me as a DB, but like I can always kick though. If you want to know that I can always kick. Okay, so you're a jack of all trades. So, all right, so highly accomplished at the high school level and you obviously have some familiarity with the city of memphis because of pro process academy ppa based out of memphis uh your seven on seven team was that influential in your decision to ultimately commit to and sign with memphis having that familiarity already or was it something else yes sir thanks uh when i got the Memphis office I, that was just like it was just perfect for me because my uncle lives up there. I have family up there. I have friends. Then I'm already kind of familiar with the, uh, like with everybody up there in the city and stuff. So like that was just really a perfect move for me. So that was really a blessing. Really appreciate me for uh, helping me out there. All right. So you commit, you know, Mike McIntyre, Coach Mack is a big reason why, you know, he was your primary recruiter before he left. And, you know, he, obviously, you know, he leaves and goes to FIU. And you still sign with Memphis. So who who has helped to continue building relationships with you on that staff so that that commitment stuck and you ultimately signed with Memphis? Uh, I've always had a great relationship with Coach Clark and uh, Coach Steelfield. They've always been recruiting me throughout the way as well. So when uh, he moved, well, when the defensive coordinator moved, uh, it, 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 it kind of hurt a little bit, but I knew that I had a great relationship with Coach Parker and uh, Coach Steelfield, so I still feel good to uh, come. I feel like every commit or signee that we talk to says something about Coach Clark. Like it, I feel like everybody loves Coach Clark. So what what is it about Coach Clark that everyone, every recruit seems to love? Uh, he's a very genuine guy. Uh, he's up front, uh, and then he knows what he's talking about, and uh, I like that a lot about him. So, great DB coach. I like that a lot about him, and I know how he can uh, take me places where I want to get. So, speaking of that, Trevor, you, you know, when you originally committed, you were not ranked. You were not. You didn't have stars beside your name. Uh, you were. I think slotted as like a top 100 overall safety in Alabama, right? So you weren't being given your props. Now you fast forward and we're sitting in December of 2021 and you're now a top 1200 prospect, three stars, and they bumped you up to uh, number 50 overall, 53 overall in the state. Uh, So overall, the work that you've put in has shown 
in the results in terms of accolades, right? But how do you keep getting better when you graduate high school? I'm assuming you're going to be a summer enrollee. Yes, sir. I am. So no, actually, I'm enroll... coming in. I'm co- I'm coming in January, actually. Oh, look at you! A class, a true high school class of 2022 guy graduating early and enrolling in January. Hey, props! I know that's tough to do. So, uh, with you coming in January, y- you're gonna have to like take it up another notch, right? So that progression from when we originally talked to you with your commitment to now, there's obviously been some respect added to your name. How do you keep earning that respect when you get to Memphis? Uh, well, I feel like I have a great support system behind my back that's pushing me forward to uh want to work hard and get to where I want to be in life. So going going into Memphis, that I'm gonna keep that mindset and knowing I have somewhere to be, and I always want to uh, help my mom out. So big thing that uh, I always remember made me work hard. Well, you know, you saying that, I actually I'm gonna change my last question. You, you've talked a lot about. Your, you know, your PPA coach and your your uncle and family, who who inspires you? What drives you? Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of a guy. And there's a guy named Simon Sinek. He says, "Know your why. Like why you do what you do. What is your why? Why do you do this? Why do you try? Why do you wake up every day and try to be better? Why do you try to push and earn another star to jump?" the guy in front of you in the rankings, why do you do it? Uh, my why is because, well, whenever I line up against somebody, uh, I always think, like, it's either his family or mine. Like, no offense, but, like, I'm always going to have my family out first. So, knowing, like, I can't get beat on this play or whatever, he stopped me from helping my uh, my family out. So, that keeps me going, keeps me tired. So, family is near and dear to your heart. Yes, sir. Facts. Uh, my uncle, mom, stepdad, really everybody, my coaches, they all just really support me. So that really helps me keep me going, driving as well. I know I have people support me and I can't let them down. So that really helps me go too. All right. So one statement for Memphis fans coming out to watch you, what should they expect to see? Uh, you will expect uh, a hardworking guy, a dog, uh and I won't let you guys down. So sound, to me, just listening to you, man, it sounds like you play with a lot of heart. You, you, you're playing for more than just yourself, for your family, for the people that have helped you along the way. Um, so if I if I'm a Memphis fan and I'm listening, I, I'm I'm saying I'm I'm hearing a guy who's going to put his heart out there on the field for us. Yes, sir. Facts. I always have to. Always play with heart. Uh, that's always been my, my go-to because uh, I've always really wanted to help my mom out and stuff like that. So, And uncle as well as my coaches. They've always been there for me as well. So I don't really don't want to let them down. So, Well, Trevor, thanks for taking the time to join us today. Again, like I said earlier, congratulations on signing today. Uh, best of luck as you continue your journey at the University of Memphis in January. Yes, sir. Thank you. Friday, TV's hottest show.
show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. You used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Memphis fans, uh, Sutton Smith, 5'10", 180 pound running back out of uh, Warren High School in Georgia. All right, Sutton, so you're you're one of the OGs of this Memphis class. You were actually the first commit for Ryan Silverfield in the 2022 class uh, back in early April, and you stuck the entire time from April to now in December, uh, signing today as a part of the 2022 class for Memphis. So you've You've had a lot of time to watch what, you know, develop relationships with Silverfield and their staff to watch Memphis's product this season on the field. What have you learned about Memphis with their staff, about what they do on the field and what to expect? Um, what I've learned is that since I first committed, you know, they gave me a lot of information on how they want to weaponize their skilled players like their running backs, which is why, you know, they have a lot to go to the NFL. And I, I've learned that, you know, the coaches are, are good people. And there's, like, family when I talk to them. And over time, like, I've learned more about them, and they learn more about my family. So that 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 helped a bunch. Yeah, so you mentioned family. You mentioned uh, them giving you a plan. So them having a plan and, and having a family atmosphere, obviously, is a theme from all of the guys that we've talked to today, right? And for you specifically, you said that they want to weaponize their skill players like you. And when we spoke to you before, back in April, you, you, you had a quote that really stuck out to me. And I want to ask you about it. You said Memphis has a specific skill set that they want in their running backs. They want versatile backs that can line up in the slot and make plays out of the backfield. It's the perfect fit for me. So, as you learn more, because you just said you've you've learned more about how they want to weaponize you, how are you preparing yourself for getting in that system next year, for trying to make an impact right away? Because let's just be honest, it looks like Memphis could use your help in that backfield. Um, you know, I'm preparing myself by, you know, of course, getting faster, speed kills, uh, of course, getting stronger and bigger in the weight room. So, you know, I can block for the quarterback or, um, and also my route running because I can always improve on that. But I feel like I'm a running back that can run routes like receiver. And, you know, just, I'm going to get with the coaches come the new year, you know, get adjusted, learn the offense and, you know, know my role so I can do what I do. Well, you obviously have been putting in work. You know, you um, had a prolific career in high school. When you originally committed, um, I think you were unranked, right? Am I right? Yes. And so, yeah, you were completely unranked. And you've continued to, you know, jump up in the ranking since your commitment. Um, your ranking has only continued to, to go higher 
and higher. And I think now you are one of the the best all-purpose backs in the entire country, according to the rankings. Um, so what what have you done to continue pushing yourself uh, to get better and better? And how is that going to translate when you get to Memphis? You know, I just kept working, to be honest, you know. I, I felt like a lot of people were asleep on me, so I just kept working, like, you know, focusing on my diet, uh, stretching every night and day, uh, taking ice baths after every game, you know. Taking care of my body was a big part of it, and, you know, uh, doing drills, doing little drills, like, you know, engaging my core. Um, the little workouts, just, you know, working little muscles, you know, because there's science behind all those type of things and working on my speed and, of course, in the weight room and working on my explosion. So I've I really been the same, man. That's I, I just keep working, and, you know, the results showing, and it's a blessing to have a good school like Memphis to believe in me. Yes, sir. All right, son. So, you know, you're now a part of a, I think it's 17, maybe 18-man class that's signing today for the University of Memphis. I haven't counted. It's been fast and furious from my side. I've been on the phone basically all day. But for you, I hear that you guys have a group chat going on. Is that true? Yes, sir, that is true. What's the feeling that you get from this group of 17, 18 guys of of this class? What's your impression? What do you expect out of this class? You know, I expect I expect uh, good things, and I you know I feel like it's the right fit for the program too. Because I, I I realize like Memphis they they recruit guys that fit into what they want to do, their system, the attitude they have, and that's you know that's to work and you know to compete with the best of the best. So. I feel good about our class, and, you know, we just come in and try to help the team out. All right, so pretend that you're a national recruiting guy right now. Pretend you're in my shoes, but even one step above me. Like, you're a national guy. You don't cover one school. If you're giving a summary of this class, so let's just say you're on CBS Sports headquarters, and you're somebody says, all right, so ex- describe this Memphis class to me in a couple sentences. What's this class look like to you? What do they bring to the table? Um, I would say, you know, hungry. I would say, you know, this class is hungry, uh, ready to work, and ready to help the team get better. And, you know, we, we're we not that close right now, but we're we going to start talking some more. And, you know, once we get on campus and, you know, get to know each other and everything, then I think we'll all go jail together fine and be ready to, to compete, you know, keep pushing the program into the right direction that is going in already. So I hit on this a little bit earlier and, you know, I kind of, I, I hit, I, I hit on it earlier because I, I wanted to hint at like, I personally believe you have the chance to come in and play from day one because you give Memphis something that they need, right? You're, you're a skills guy you have the speed, the agility, the type of playmaking ability that they like. Uh, and and they just – they have been decimated by injuries. You know, uh, J.P. Martin is a guy out of last year's class that they expected to do big things who's had some health problems. Brandon Thomas had concussion early in the year, just was never the same, and has has dealt with that ever since. So they're they're seeing a lot of – I guess you could say a lack of depth in their backfield and some of those skill positions to where you have that opportunity 
if you want it. So what do you have to do to maximize that potential, that opportunity, so that when you step on the field at the University of Memphis, you make the most of that? First of all, I have to get better. You know, I have to lock in and trust the process. You know, I believe you got to work for everything you get. So, you know, I got to come in. I got to work from day one, earn the respect of my teammates, earn the respect of the coaches. I got to make the coaches trust me. I got to be in the playbook. I got to take care of my body, and I got to take care of my schoolwork. And, you know, God will be there for me, so the rich will take care of itself. So that's that's what I'm focused on, and that's the goal, too. All right, so that answer was like everything that a Memphis fan could dream of in terms of you off the field, right? That's That's a perfect answer for a player getting to know, like, man, this guy Sutton, he sounds like he's got it all together off the field. So let's just say perfect answer turns into a perfect opportunity on the field. And and let's just fast forward, let's project. Sutton Smith gets his first call, first num- time your number's called in a University of Memphis jersey, Memphis fans in the stands, packed out Liberty Bowl. Let's just say you're opening up against, an, you know, your first snap as a starter is against an SEC team. Ideal scenario. What do Memphis fans see out of Sutton Smith on the field? Ah, uh, that's everything I done dreamed of right there, right there. Because uh, Coach Jones was telling me, like, we play Mississippi State first game. So that's everything I dreamed of as a kid. And, you know, just getting out there on that big stage, you know, showing the fan base and the world what I can do. And that's, you know, that's being explosive. You know, being quick and fast. Cause, you know, some people just have track speed. They, they don't have hips and they can't move from side to side like that. But I feel like I have that. So, you know, being explosive, quick and fast, and, you know, taking that ball and getting into the end zone. And any play they give me, I feel like I can make it work. So that's that's my ideal scenario right there. Or a punt return. All right, Sutton. That's great, man. I appreciate the time. Congratulations again on signing with the University of Memphis. Best of luck as you prepare to get on campus. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, no, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Go Tigers 247's coverage of National Signing Day 2022. Subscribe to Tigers in 20 wherever you download your podcast and get ready for more episodes in this series coming your way. Head over to www.gotigers247.com for full coverage of Tigers athletics. We will see you back here soon. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.